What's going on, y'all? This is Mike Brown, and I wanted to welcome y'all to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking to author and photographer Kamal X. He just released his latest book, The Black Astronaut, which is available now everywhere. And actually, I got to speak to him the day after the release, so it was really cool to share space with him and hear his journey and what inspired him to create this book. So, Thank you guys for tuning in and enjoy the show. Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Today, I have a special guest in the building. You just released a book yesterday. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you. Self-taught photographer, correct? Yep. Yep. That's really dope. Everybody, welcome Kamal X to the show. Oh, man. I'm really good, man. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this episode, especially like you said, this is the day after the book release. So I was always, I marked this little special. It's like the day after, like that's going to be a dope, you know, experience to share with someone or just talk about or just because, you know, podcasts are amazing experience, man. They're therapy, yeah. they're entertainment, they're their guidance, their their this they're everything in one. So I'm happy to be here and to be with your listeners and I appreciate you very much for having me. Of course, man. I appreciate you being here. How are you feeling today? I mean, like I said, you released the book yesterday. And this is this is your second book, correct? Yeah, this is my second book, Black Astronaut. The first one was self published, which had a lot to do with me traveling the world for like five years called the Quest Supreme. I think you might really connect with <laughs> the nomad vibes, but this one's my second book called Black Astronaut. The stars belong to the people which dives into everything that happened in America from 2020 to about the beginning of 2023. Yeah. So everything from George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, the presidential situation, anti-vax, pro-vax, the women's rights. So basically everything that we saw online and on our phones for the past three years, I was out documenting and just putting myself in the fire, especially in the beginning when we didn't have a vaccine. We didn't know what COVID was, if you would, you know, if you get sick and unfortunately, you know, get in a bad situation or die from it. So I just was like out there mainly because I just feel like I owed it to the ancestors. I owed it to George Floyd, all the people uh, that have been affected by injustice. And there seems to be a lack of what's the word I'm using representation when it comes to African black, well, black and brown photographers and in terms of spaces of civil rights and things of that nature. Yeah. Cause I felt a lot of the photos were very sensational. Like it, it didn't seem like you understood what you were taking pictures of. It was like someone taking a pictures of, of something outside of themselves. You know, yeah. it, I didn't see the empathy and compassion. So that also inspired me to go like, yo, I need to make sure we all are doing our part to make sure the story is told correctly in the future. So they don't try to put, put us in a box, so to speak. That's really dope, man. What made you choose photography as your, your medium to create in? I think it kind of, it just kind of always was there, but I didn't realize it. Like, you know, I always say like, there's these little signs of our, our gifts or talents are just always around us. We just think it's normal. We just do them. And we don't realize that if we kind of, put some real time and thought and energy to something you can maximize a simple talent into like a real skill. 
So for me, I think going to the movies at a young age, I was like one of the biggest things I did with my stepdad. That was like the huge, whoa, you know, and I loved it too. So, you know, yeah. movies was a big thing in high school and a little bit of college. I was the friend that would always take pictures with the disposable camera. I would have the coffee tables with all the pictures, the clear coffee tables with all the pictures collaged of the friends under it. Like I yeah. was that person. And I even was in the, the school newspaper, which is crazy. If you knew oh, wow. me. If you knew me back in the day, you would go, Kamal was in a newspaper. I forgot I was in a newspaper. So uh, I, I guess there was just something in me in terms of documentation, in terms of like press. I don't know, but it seemed like it's always kind of been in me. The the expression in, in terms of media, camera, things of that nature. And so I think I got to a point where I wasn't feeling what I was doing was my purpose. Like I was in real estate. And at a certain point, I was a life coach and I was a personal trainer. So I was a little oh, spread. Wow. I was a little all over the place, but that kind of is how my personality is. Yeah. But it still wasn't clicking. I'm like, this something ain't right. Like, I just don't feel. And like thinking of the title of your podcast, Art of Letting Go, you know, I let go of that and went into a different unknown. And I didn't know where I was going to go. I just kind of was like going to figure me out. And I didn't want to be of service to anyone. I just wanted to be on my own journey. And that's where Quest Supreme came from. That book is me traveling the world, trying to find healing, peace, you know, getting it together. And within that time, I picked up a camera. So as I was developing myself and finding my new truth, dealing with grief, dealing with confusion, not necessarily identity, but just trying to reform my identity more so. Yeah you know, the camera was right there with me. And I think that's a big reason why I'm where I am today. Cause I have a certain emotional connection to that tool as I use it as a way of kind of finding myself. That's really dope, man. And it's inspiring. And I'm, I'm looking forward to reading the book because since I've been on my journey, I bought a camera and as I've been traveling, just been taking pictures and really just using those pictures as reflection points. So just mm. like where I've been and I've even been inspired to like, create that book that my younger self needed to see that there was more in the world because you know I with my parents I traveled before but they kind of my parents had the the same vacations that they like to relax you know they yeah, want yeah, to go yeah. Cancun or something and relax just mm. somewhere where it's not doing too much but for myself I've always been an explorer so like being out in the world mm. and all these things that I didn't know existed it's like man I needed something that was cool enough to speak to me at that age and it's like why not create it myself mm. but i wanted to ask you because i i read through your bio that uh, you had quit everything and mm -hmm. chose to travel the world like how did you come to that decision and um, was there any fear in doing that so like i was saying early, like i kind of hinted towards it so i said i was dealing with grief so yeah unfortunately 10 years ago i lost my best friend to colon cancer and at that time you know, this is 26, 27 years old. So we didn't really understand, like when he told us, hey, I like when he was battling cancer, like for a couple of years, our perspective was very like positive. Like he's going to be okay. He's going to yeah. go through, which you, I think you should have that. But of we course. also didn't understand like what stage three meant. Like, what does that mean? How many stages are there? You know, like at that age, it's so unusual to hear of someone passing away from a, that type of cancer and just dealing with it in the first place. So a lot of it was like when he actually transitioned, I remember 
it was like a shock. Like, it was like, what? I don't understand. Like what, how did this happen? Like what, what went, went, went wrong or did anything go wrong? Or was this something that we should have been prepared, preparing for, you know, a lot of questions happen. And I'm saying that from a more logical space now, but emotionally when you're in it, the last, you're not really even thinking about trying to, you're just trying to figure out what you're, what you're feeling and trying to find a way. And one thing I, you know, I said, I watched a lot of movies growing up and that's helped me a lot. Like I just find movies are like my books and I found myself thinking about movies of like grief and what did they do? Like you see this, you have these ideas in your mind of like, Oh, someone lost someone really close to them. Are they best friend? And you, you kind of look at those things like now I'm in it and it's real life. Like, what do I grab onto to make sense of all this? And I remember nothing made any sense, you know, like nothing could tell me what to do. And I think actually Keanu Reeves had a story that made a lot of sense that connected with me because he's lost a lot of people close to him and this continues to be a light, continues to be a good person and find his peace. And one thing he said about grief is like, it never goes away. It just changes form. Like it doesn't, go you don't become cured of it you know it just has its levels and this it comes up and it has its ups and downs you just have to learn to live with it and so I think around that time I said well I'm gonna have to just have to move forward I can't stay here you know and I knew like I couldn't be of service to anyone so that's when I just dropped everything and one thing that he loved my, my his friends his name's Drew one of the things he loved about me was my freedom like he looked at me like, cause I, at that point I lived in Atlanta, I lived in LA and we're from North New Jersey. And he was like, yo, this is crazy. Like you're off the chain. He was claustrophobic. So like wow. for him, even getting on a plane was like a big deal. So for me to be, you know, us to be best friends and me to be traveling and moving around, he just looked at that like as the most, like the opposite of everything that he would be comfortable doing. And he, so I felt like I wanted to do something to kind of, bring us closer now that he was in a is in a different realm like what can me what can i do to make him proud of me what's something that can be just me and him and it can hopefully kind of bring me some peace so i decided to travel and at that point i never i never like did back i didn't know what backpacking was like i didn't know like traveling to southeast asia like that was like that was the first trip i didn't know how to do that i had to get like a tour group you know, everyone obviously looked at me like I was crazy. I remember I came out there. I had Jordans. I had all these big jeans. Like, I didn't have clothes for travel, right? So, like, when I, right. I share I share a quick story. So, when I arrived to Bangkok, first trip, this is the beginning of this big journey that ended up being five years in a book. I didn't expect that to happen. But I get there, and these guys are in my, like, they're kind of like a roommate situation, share room. And they look at my bag. They're like, bro, you got a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, that's a lot of stuff. He's like, empty your bag. So I emptied it, and it was, like, packed to the brim. I remember it was, like, a 60-liter or 45-liter uh, backpack, a yellow North Face. And they said, bro, you got a lot of shit you don't need. <laughs> and they said, I said, how much should I let go? They said, honestly, about 70% of it. Wow. And I remember I was like, well, you're doing something new. You, you, you know, you're trying to do this whole new journey. They, they look like OGs compared to you. Are you going to listen to them? Or are you going to stay stuck in your head? And I literally gave away the, I guess the staff just took all the clothes and sneakers and stuff. And they were, the biggest thing they said is like, how are you going to have space for new things? If you bring all the stuff with you. And that was like the biggest moment for me and i didn't realize for my life because that's the way i kind of treat everything now the art of letting go right like yeah. i had to let go 
of all that baggage, all that extra clutter to make space for something new. And I feel like that's a great microcosm of like me finding a camera, dropping everything to just be this. And that's where we are today. And Black Astronaut is dedicated to him, you know? Man. So yeah, it's been a journey. That's really dope, man. I, I appreciate you sharing that. I really do. That's, that's inspiring. Cause like I said, being on this journey for myself, and navigating and trying to figure it out clarity comes as i move through it but mm -hmm. i really do appreciate you sharing that because i've been feeling like my shit has been heavy <laughs> lately as well uh what it's advice a... would you give to anybody that that is choosing to take on that journey of just like you know backpacking or just being a nomad or anything like that start where you can but don't be afraid of whatever that takes you like because yeah. it's it's a co-created it's like you're not going to have all the answers. And that's the one thing I love about travel because you got to be on your toes. You got to figure stuff out on the, on the, in the moment. Ain't nobody coming to save you. And depending on how you, your mind is set up or what you're looking for, for me, that's like perfect. That's like, I like that kind of energy. It makes me feel alive. It normally brings me to new places to meet new people. Um, socializing is important especially when it's a real thing like something that i can really not small talk but like okay we're on a journey we're in the middle of india we're you know just crazy things that kind of will create these bonds with people that you just never know where that can go even yeah. if it's just something for yourself you know so i would say and i'm saying india and that's like that can be extreme to certain people so it's like but maybe that trip to arizona maybe maybe that trip to Toronto or you know there's all there's so many ways to express to experience this world and yourself and one thing I oh here's one I think you'll you'll appreciate this do it alone travel alone that and I know for a lot of people that can be a daunting thing don't go nowhere that's unsafe if you have issues with that right. or you're not feeling comfortable but you'll be surprised what happens when you can create your own itinerary itinerary you don't have to worry about like bouncing ideas off where do you want to eat where do you want to go and you're doing stuff you don't really want to do and if this travel thing is about finding yourself it's like yeah the question is well what do you want to do there's no pressure there's nothing but you and the world in front of you so i think traveling by yourself and just being okay with doing things in a way that doesn't have to fit the the list of oh i went here i saw this i did that but just more so being honest about what you want and yep. what you're looking for i have a question for you i hope this don't mess up your no your, your, okay because you said some things that's dope to me so you're saying like you you've been taking pictures so how has that been going and have you seen the movie into the wild i have not seen the movie into the wild it's been going well you know i've always i would say maybe in like the last five years i kind of go in and out of like want to take pictures using different cameras, sometimes using mm -hmm. disposable. I Before I went on my trip, I had bought a, it was an old like point and shoot film camera. And um, Damn, that's what's up. I appreciate that's that. That's what's up. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was cool, but some, a lot, a lot of the photos came out of focus and I learned that the camera had this autofocus on it. Mm. So some of them didn't come out that great. And then mm -hmm. being out here in New York, I lost the camera on the train. Man. So I bought another camera. I bought this Pentax camera. It's it's pretty cool. And is it a point and shoot or like a thirty five? Do you know what kind no, it is? This, this one's thirty five. It's a I uh, think it's a program plus. I think it's called. Okay. Yeah, okay. But it, mm -hmm. it, it came with two lenses, stuff like that. And I don't know, man. I just sometimes I see things, and you know, I just get inspired to shoot like 
you know, I was I was looking at, you know, just storytelling. I feel like I'm always in the in the mindset of storytelling, whether it's podcasting or music or whatever my medium is that I choose to create in at the time. Mm-hmm. And um sometimes I feel like through photos it can tell more of a story than you know, me just telling somebody, hey, I went here and, and did this. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's, I, I relate to that. That's honestly a big reason why I began in the first place. Like, people were like, I was traveling all these beautiful places and I was taking, you know, pictures with my iPhone and all this. And it wasn't yeah. of the caliber of like a photographer or a lot of these travel bloggers and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, like, and it, it and that, like, kind of similar to what you're saying. It just, similar vibes. And I, and I asked those that question and also please watch Into the Wild. Please, okay. Sean yeah, Penn directed it, it. I think that's going, I'm not going to promise you anything, but I think you're going to vibe with it a lot. That movie shifted my life in a lot of ways. And people that are often freedom people, travel people, a lot of people connect with that movie, but generally a lot of people that are more so in, like you and I, I think they really appreciate that movie. But one thing I've noticed in my travels also is like, when it comes to this medium of uh, photography or just storytelling, I find those that have experiences often are the the great, the better artists in that field. Yeah. You know, because you're seeing so much of life and because and it's like, there's a curiosity there. And I think the people that have like higher levels of curiosity and are, are, are willing to kind of make, take chances and walk in that place. I'm always curious to see what kind of photos they come up with, whatever they work on com- uh, creatively, because I think that's like a part of the 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 whole like purpose or like the gift is like you you need to your curiosity forces you to go places and see things because, like you said, storytelling. So yeah, you know I'm really happy to hear that you're on that vibe, man. You just never know. Just like for me, I'm on my second book, and that was not the the plan. But if it's in you, it's in you, you know? So I appreciate that. And honestly, like the the thought of a book for me came from being in the desert. I like I really like going out mm. to the desert and just clearing my mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I thought of so many of my friends and like family members as well that just don't take opportunities to take chances on themselves. Mm. And uh, I just felt like this this would be my gift to them, my way of showing them like, mm. yo, here explore the world whatever whatever your exploration looks like and Mm -hmm. just using a film camera for me makes it where you can't really tell the the time of you know the cell phone you could tell it's it's yeah 2020 2023 but yeah with a film film camera makes me feel like a time traveler so i i really want to share it in a way that like i said more so kids are inspired by like you know i want i want adults to read it as well but i i really do a lot of work with kids Mm. and that's my goal with what i'm doing right now that might be the name of your book bro time traveler i know that's been done in movies but that's that's lit though i like it in photography space (laughs) i I appreciate that i appreciate that i had a question for you because Mm. i know that through your work you capture a lot of humanity what has been the biggest thing that you've learned about humanity in you know shooting shooting your work i think what I've learned, and I think I've learned this from a lot of things in life, especially life coaching. When I was a life coach, that, that I've realized that wasn't for anyone but me. Like, I used yes. to be a trainer, too, and I was pretty good at that, too. And I'm even though I don't do it anymore, I'm happy Those that's a part of my foundation because as I get older, 
I have that with me, like for me, you know, like to know how to how to work out, get myself in shape, what to do, what yeah. not to do in the gym. Same thing with life coaching. Like I have a therapist, but still there's certain things that like from that experience, I keep with me for me. So one thing I've learned is kind of like you can't create something outside of you that isn't already within you. So if you're trying to say be a documentary photographer or, or get like real what I'm doing, like getting raw emotions and stuff like that, you kind of have to be of that yourself because you have to create a space where people in front of you feel just as comfortable as you. And if you're uncomfortable with certain levels of emotion and vulnerability, I think it'll show. And like yeah. that showing will affect the person in front of you, whether it's a photo shoot or you're actually in the field, it kind of your energy does create a space there's been plenty of times where i've actually stopped and i always ask people if i can take their picture like i, I become very comfortable with that i was, if it's, I was gonna ask you about that as well because i'm always curious like do people ask now i ask i usually ask people as well but then you know sometimes there is a moment that you may want to capture but i don't feel yeah. comfortable just cap capturing it without asking somebody yeah there's it's a it's a it's a slippery not slippery but it, it it depends on the situation like there's times where like i know if i ask what i'm seeing is not going to be there no more yeah but then there's a lot of times where i know if i ask they'll give me something that they're not giving me like especially eye contact like i find when i ask them for that photo and most times they say yes most more times than not they say yes I, once they especially my my vibe is chill like i find the eye contact i get with the camera is way more of a moment than if i get them looking away but if they're doing something where they don't need to be looking at me like i'm creating a scene then yeah i'm gonna take that photo too so it depends but i think that's the lesson i've learned it's like you have to be comfortable with what you're shooting and and i think your comfortability will affect not only what you look for yeah, you'll recognize it when you see it too. Like if you're running from certain emotions that you're not ready to face yet, I, you may do the same thing when it's you're in a space of hundreds of people. And it's like, that's the thing about that camera. It's like, that's what you choose to see. You can't take pictures of everything. So these right. all these little moments, it's like, you're really finding yourself. And one of the, a few of the OG photographers that I look up to have given that I follow have said this. It's like, don't just show me a picture, but create a picture. And I remember when I was first beginning, I didn't understand. I was like, wait, create? how do you create? Like, it's like, no, he was like, there's photographers that take pictures and there's mm -hmm. photographers that create pictures. Yeah. And once I learned that, it kind of goes further into what I'm saying about the, the comfort level and how, for me, that's my what I try to go into. So it, it, it's a big part of it, for sure. It's James Woods, a.k.a. that yoga dude. With feel free to feel Free. Freedom is moving in and out without being caught up and held back by my own condition. My own condition. The old ways of doing things, seeing things, not letting them hold me back as I continuously move forward for the greater for yourself. Meditation helps me take a deeper look at my conditioning, have a deeper understanding of what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, what I'm going through, and not respond with anger, frustration, fear, I'm just looking at it for what it is and making the proper adjustments. 
one of the best places we can make those adjustments is from a pace of calm, relaxation, and peace. Let's take a couple of breaths to get there. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. I wanted to ask you also, how did you come up with the title of, of your new book? Okay. Oh, yeah. Black. I didn't explain. Okay. Black astronaut. Because I was somewhere doing a, a book. I had a, a show in San Francisco and someone thought I was an astronaut. I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no. I don't want you running with that. Don't, don't think. <laughs> nah, son. <laughs> but so. All right. So. When this thing went, so when 2020 went down, you know, and it started for me, it really, well, the pandemic, and then it was Ahmaud Arbery, and then George Floyd, all that I was, I was living in Oakland, California at the time. So when COVID first hit, I was one of those people extremely afraid, like I didn't play with that. I, I was extremely cautious. I was wiping down groceries. I didn't see anyone. And because I just moved to Oakland four months before it hit, I didn't even have social contact with anyone. I felt like I was on a distant planet. Yeah. You know, so when it George Floyd happened, I decided I needed to, I was ready to risk it all and go outside and take those photos. And I knew I couldn't half-ass it. I had to go all the way, be in people's faces. Like I knew it was going to be, I couldn't have a zoom lens and be down the street. I had to be in it, in the crowds, right in front of people. So when I left out, I had so much protective gear on. I had long sleeve shirts, gloves, the the, the, the visors like I, yeah. I was like going and I just felt like and the air just felt like it was a pollution to me at that point you know and I and I started thinking about like an astronaut and Kid Cudi is a big influence to me too I love Kid Cudi that's, that's my guy yeah. you know so I was like I feel like I'm an astronaut like I feel like I'm going America doesn't make sense to me no more I feel like I'm in some distant land nothing make like Everything seems like I need to be protective of myself. Nothing feels normal anymore. And I was like, I think that's like a, an interesting way to tell this story because to be honest with you, I didn't want to create a book that would fit into any box. Yeah. I didn't want it to be just another American crisis, America rage book, which I'm, I've seen plenty of those and no, no shade on those. But I was like, I wanted to be individualistic in my own way and put my, my own spin on it. And then when I started thinking about the terms of when you started thinking about astronomy and stuff like that, like are the Big Bang Theory, for example. And I was like, wow, like what if I did a chapter called the Big Bang Theory and that had to do with George Floyd when everything erupted outside, you yeah. know? And then I did another chapter called Gravity. 
that goes into the other side of that rage into the pain and the and the grief that we really were feeling it's like the feeling under the rage you know what i mean i'm like gravity like bring you back to earth like bring you back to yourself and i was like yo this is something so that's a big reason for the inspiration for the, the title and I, it seems to be connecting with people. People seem to like it, so that's I'm really with dope. it. Yeah. yeah, that's really dope. How do you overcome obstacles? In I guess in the present, I'm sure you probably experienced and dealt with it many ways. But in the present, how do you overcome obstacles? I would say it kind of goes into because I was going to say something about the Black Ash and the title. It kind of goes right into that. So there was a point, like I said, I was trying to be different or just be myself really, and just not fit into any boxes. And I remember when I came up with the concept black astronaut, when I was writing a proposal and I would like ask a couple of people what they thought about it. A lot of people look at me, not everybody, but a good amount of people was like, I don't know. That's just a little bit too abstract, a little bit too, I don't know. And even people that were in the industry, like there's an OG that's like one of the greatest, I'm not going to say who he is, but one of the greatest photographers ever literally i don't even know i was surprised i was even talking with him so much like wow. it's 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 insane like he's given me so much game and but he said something and he was like i don't know about that title though i love i love what you got in this book but the title i think it's gonna throw people off and at that point he didn't know i already got like a signed contract with a publisher so he's yeah. like i don't think publishers are gonna run and i was like no i gotta I got to I'm, I'm signed. He's like, oh, okay. So it's just like, you know, so I think there has to deal with this level of when it comes to making decisions and go, overcoming obstacles, I think it's about confidence in yourself and like really like owning your testimony. Like, don't forget, like when you do hard work or something, like you really take your time, you put your blood, sweat and tears or something, you and your in your dark room, so to speak. You know what I mean? Developing. People don't understand what you're doing. You got to take a break from social media, so break from social life to get yeah. you together. You know, and it's not just the reaction of life, like bad things, or tough things are happening. So you got to figure it out. But more so like you're putting yourself in a fire because you're trying to figure out how to do something that's bigger than you. And I think once you kind of like give yourself to that, which is a big part of the building of confidence. Ain't nothing nobody going to tell you when you get to those those moments of like fight or flight, like or whatever that word or whatever they, they you know, like either you stand up for mm -hmm. the moment or you kind of cower. And I'm not saying that, you know, we're all human. So there's there's grace in that. Sometimes you, you take a step backwards to go forwards. But in this art game and life game, I just found out, especially you got people doing like what's that thing that had like a couple years ago when someone sold a banana with a with a damn piece yeah. of tape on it for that like, yeah yeah like and sold that for how much money and then you telling me that and you got something to say these some people are just throwing ideas out there it seemed like it's out there behind and yeah. i think it really comes from just a certain level of confidence something yeah. happens when you have confidence in your work but the thing is getting confident in your work and that's the part you got to do the work to get to that point so i think it has to do with doing the work and like really proving to yourself who you are. And then when you get into this, this world, whether people like it or not, you're like, no, I like it. I care right. about it. It's yeah. what I am. You can't take that from me. This book didn't get uh, published or the sales don't go where it's supposed to go. It's still a success to me because I love what I, what I created, you know? And I think that's kind of been like a big piece of, 
learning lessons for me, like to find peace, because when you're living for everybody else and it's nice when you get other people to understand what you're doing and people to care about to fit into your vision. But sometimes that can also hold you back from you because people are expecting you to be something like play a part that they've kind of bestowed on you. And maybe, you know, maybe that's not who you are anymore. Maybe you want to pivot and make a change in life. Maybe you have some opinions people don't really understand. Like I remember there's one part in the book, cause I give everyone a voice, you know? So when I kind of documented the, the anti-vax movement, which is a lot of Trump stuff, a lot of, a lot yeah. of things that you would look at outside looking in, like, come on, I don't know if you should go there. You know, like you, you're a black photographer. I don't know. You know? And I'm just like, and I get that too. I understand. I was thinking the same thing, but at the same time, like it's about the story for me and I'm willing to yeah. do what I need to do. And I've seen people get uncomfortable with that chapter. And I'm like, why are you so like, you know, like, it's like, it needs to be one kind of book. It's like, that's not how art works. Right. You yeah. know, you know what I mean? So like, again, just being confident in yourself and being okay with your voice. And if you like it, you want to something for real. Yeah, man, I, I feel that sure. <laughs> After you finish listening to this episode, make sure you take a minute in whatever streaming service you are listening to to listen to my latest music project called Desert Thoughts. There's two versions of it. One is on SoundCloud. One is on all streaming services uh, featuring Yanni Blue, Eddie Wayne, DDM, and so much more. Um, you guys will really enjoy it. It's like an inspirational piece that uh, I needed some motivation while I was in the desert. So I wanted to share that with y'all. So take a listen to some of my deepest inner thoughts that I experienced while being in the desert on this nomadic journey. It's available now. Check it out. So I was going to ask you because I did listen to the last episode you recorded of the Quest Supreme. As does that mean that there's a black astronaut podcast coming? Oh yeah, there will be. It's in the works. Yeah, because I I think that's going to be my thing. Like I just like I drop a book and I do like a podcast called that book. Like that's really um, dope. I like yeah that. I think it's thank you because it, it just fits right I know I'm not the type of person that can do this year round so it's like it's got to be in spurts yeah. um if I had an apartment I probably would have started already honestly and that's a couple of reason why like it's been a difficult you know trying to find a space that I can create like I really want a good space to to do video and all that stuff in it but it's coming very soon trust me because the book you know, it just came out, but it's going to be a, a a journey to make sure, you know, as many people get, you know, experience this book, buy this book. And you can't just like put it out and be like, OK, I'm done. Like, really, this is when the work starts, you know, like yeah. getting this stuff out there. So I think a podcast would be a great way for people to just continue to have this conversation because the book is a conversation. Like, yeah. There is a lot that's in that book that I think we need to talk about and i think it's going to create a lot of great dialogue and help us move forward that's what's up man and i have one more question for this segment so on the back of the book i saw you had a quote that says the road never lies it only hmm. provides opportunity to see who you are and what you are mm -hmm. truly made of i wanted to know what has the road shown you about yourself the road has shown me that freedom is who I truly am and everything that comes my way good bad and ugly is tools to help me as I continue to move forward 
storytelling is a big part of who I am. And I believe my freedom is kind of expressed through storytelling in a lot of ways. And it gives me a certain level of peace that nothing else really gives me. Communication is like everything to me. And I think when I was younger, you looked at it like, why me? Like, this is just so difficult. Why do I have to go through all this stuff? Like, people might look at me one way and think I have these things that make me, I don't know, my life is easy or something like that. And it really isn't. Like, it's just that I know who I am and I know where I'm going. And I do the work to kind of keep my ish together, you know? And I have my down times and my moments of craziness and chaos like anybody else. But I always you know, try to keep myself positive and keep myself looking at the bigger picture of things. And, you know, when I was younger and all that stuff was happening, and it didn't make any sense. Even losing my best friend, like, that's crazy. Like, that's something that you just, you don't think that can happen to you. And, you know, but when I choose to look at things from a different lens, you know, and see a bigger picture or find peace in it anyway, it, I know it helps me, you know, go further. It helps me create change. It helps me be a light to other people that might be experiencing these things. You know, having this conversation with you right now, like if I just would have sat down and not accepted my journey and did what I can do with it, I I may have never met you. You know, I had this conversation right now. This book wouldn't have been created. You know, so I've learned to wrote, when I say, yeah, the road never lies. It's like, none of this is a lie. This ain't just, oh, what? this shouldn't have happened. This what, no, it happened. But it's about what you're going to do about it. What right. do you, how are you going to use this? Who are you really? Like, that's the test. That's the opportunity. And we all fall down, you know, like we have our moments, but it's like, it's about getting back up and remembering and going into positive spaces and, you know, being, having good discernment with your energy and who and where you share it. You know what I mean? Like everything yeah. ain't for everybody. And some stuff is just for you. Like, and, and own it. And see yeah. where it can take you because it's it's real it's real i leave it's it's so real like this again this moment right now I, and again i appreciate connecting with you and i just hope that the listeners just remember like yo anything is really possible but more importantly like if you believe in it it's going to happen like if you truly believe in it and you do what you need to do to to own that like and not be lazy about it not assume anyone's coming to to bestow it on you but like you go no i want this for me and you'll love the process like like when you really love something the process to get to there like you'll start to love it because you know especially as you start like seeing things happening like this happened this happened little pieces of stuff you start going okay so if i do this and that then that happens and it's like it's like this that's that's what purpose is man that's what life is that's that's what finding your vision or your your road you know that's what it should feel like it shouldn't feel like this you know why am i doing this what is the point you know what i mean yeah. it will feel like that in it yeah. but when you get those wins those moments you know what i mean it, it just reminds you of just how beautiful life is and how special we all are you know yeah, i hope man. that makes sense i think it did it, it uh, definitely <laughs> does. Uh, yeah i appreciate you sharing that mm-hmm so our next segment is called ask me a question. And that's where I give my listeners an opportunity to send in some questions. So they sent in some questions for us to answer. First one is from Dweeb Rama, And the question is what, what are you most proud of for yourself? For me, I would say, I think last year 
for me, be my most proud moment was quitting my job. I was an elementary mm. school music teacher. Mm. And, you know, that was probably the most stable job that I've had in my adult mm. life. Did it for five years. And to really trust myself and let it go, that felt powerful. Mm. And still be in this journey of, you know, just navigating being an artist full time. Mm. Been what I'm most proud of. But how about you? That's that's amazing, by the way. That I that, that when I was traveling, that that story because you you run into a lot of that, you know, as you and we all because I think we all like when you in transition, like you kind of travel like helps you deal with like the decisions you you're trying to figure out, you know, yeah. like and letting things go. It's it's a big part. I mean, the first time I met a doctor that did that, I remember like, oh, this is like wow. the beginning. It's like, yeah, I was a doctor. And he still found a way to be successful. But then also, more importantly, though, he found a way to just have peace. He was like, man, I hated it, man. I hate I dropped. I was like, you spent all that money, though. You know, but he yeah. he did it. And I, I respected it. And I've met more and more people of that nature. I guess technically I kind of did the same thing in terms of letting it go yeah. and moving forward. So I don't want to take your answer. But <laughs> no, no, I got, I, I'll put some, some different, a little something different on it. I would say I think growing up, I was very fearful of doing things that would get me in trouble yeah i had discipline was it was no joke i grew up like military and all that like it was going if you messed up it was going down like you know i mean so i was very well behaved for a kid and i think there's strengths to that but then there's also the you don't want to step outside the lines you know and i think especially in high school i remember like there was something in me that was like, nah, this, like, this ain't it, bro. Like, you know, nothing wrong with you. It's just, this ain't who you are. Like, this isn't like igniting anything in you. And it just felt like the worst thing in the world. School was just like hitting my head against the wall. It was like, what is this? You know? And I'm so proud of myself for sticking with it, for continuing to find my way and like being okay with, going into my unknown and finding my own answers for myself. Cause I, before that I was always looking for answers from someone else, you know, outside of me. And when I started to, things started to make some sense, you know, I appreciate that I'm, I'm every time I make a decision or choose to go for a goal outside of what makes sense to me, like doing a book or the next thing I want to do is, you know, do a movie, you know, like yeah. that sounds crazy, you know, Another thing is like stand up comedy. Like, I'm going to do that in New York. Okay. Like, this year. Like, just because it's just a part of, I'm not trying to be like, you know, but I just want to experience things. So, that the being okay with making those choices and saying, I'm actually going to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, that's something I'm very proud of because growing up, you know, everything was so calculated and so like fitting in a box and make sure everyone's pleased and make everybody happy and, you know, be a good boy. And it's like, nah, I'm my own man now. So, just having the freedom of choice and and using it is something I'm very proud of, for real. Man, all of that yeah. is very relatable. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dweeverama, for that question. And our next question was from DSGB678. The question is, what's the most defining moment of your life so far? So I guess those are kind of the, I guess those are kind of the same, but different as well. Yeah. Uh, you want to take that one first or you want me to take it? I want you to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the most defining moment 
of my life so far is probably moving out of LA. You know, I moved oh, wow. to LA at 23 in pursuit of being successful as a musician. And I learned so much just about life in general, being out there. Like it was, I was there for more than music. And mm. to be in a place that I thought I needed to be, to be successful and leave it and still feel successful in my journey that's that's probably like the biggest thing like i i really felt mm. like that was that's probably been my biggest release up to this point mm. because again that stability that safety that comfort mm -hmm. and just releasing all of that that's what got me here right now hmm that's amazing man yeah this is a tough question i'm trying to think because i kind of think i see it but like it's a little abstract there was a moment where i was at morgan state university morgan yeah morgan state university in baltimore and I remember things got real tough out there. Like I wasn't in a good space. Like I was getting high every day. I was drinking. I was partying. I was like doing everything in college, but going to school <laughs> basically. And I remember it got really bad at one point. And my mom, which I'm from New Jersey, I remember it was like three o'clock in the morning. My girlfriend, I was living with my girlfriend at the time and I had a roommate. Door goes knocking ding 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 i'm like i'm thinking it's a girl so i'm like oh shit i'm like what is, what is about to happen up in here you know and i see my mom and i'm like oh three o'clock in the morning she opens the door she says get your shit you leaving wow. just like that just like that and i remember being so i didn't even fight back like i didn't go like yo i'm saying what you talking about i knew that I needed to listen to what she was saying. I knew that it was time for me to let go of control because with the control I did get, that new independence in college, I wasn't ready to handle it or I wasn't handling it the right way. So letting, going with that, and I remember we left that night or either that night, that morning or the day after, like I went back to New Jersey, packed my stuff up. I told them, hey, you want to figure out somewhere to go? <laughs> you know, I got to go. And I think they knew I was in a bad space too. And I think that that decision to let go and let my mom kind of, and my mom coming there to save me literally like was that changed my entire projection of my life. Cause I really wow. think if I never left, cause that's when I, I really started getting it together. That's when I really started finding myself. That's when I started reading books. That's when I started getting to the movies, I saw into the wild, maybe like three years after that point. Check that out. I'm a definitely. Yeah. It's a, it, it really is a, a, a powerful movie. And you know, I'll tell a story today. I'm going to talk to her today. I'm like, yo, that that honestly was a life-defining moment that we, like, she helped me, but I also had to give in, you yeah. know, and at that age, it's hard because you think you got it all figured out. But, like, I think there was some internal wisdom in me just was like, stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Just stop. Like, you got to stop. Like, listen, listen, because this ain't working. The way you going about it ain't working. So yeah. I think that's that's a great question. And I, I feel like that's, yeah, that's that's my answer. I appreciate that. And, you know, as I listen to your answer, it's like, man, it's been so many moments in life that have defined things for me, you know, whether it's been, you know, like I said, moving to L.A. or even, you know, my journey of my sexuality and stuff like that. Like, it's definitely been a lot of moments. But, yeah, I think that 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 month of June and July was kind of like just really the most recent for me. But so now our last segment is called Five Questions of Freedom, sponsored by Feel Free to Feel Free. And I have five questions for you, and you can answer them any way that you like. Cool. So the first question is photography or podcast? 
Oh, photography. No offense. <laughs> no, no, no offense to anyone out there that's a potter and all that. I'm a potter, but we go on photography all day. Yeah. Dream location to shoot if you haven't shot it already. Oh, Sedona. I haven't yeah. done. Arizona's probably my favorite place in the world visually. It's like yeah. heaven on earth. So I would love to be able to go out there and really, like, really do it. Like, that would be next level. Man, I stopped sure. through there on my on my trip, and it was so beautiful, and and the the energy just I don't know yeah. what it was, but man, I yeah. I remember crying out there when I got out there because it's, it's uh, heaven on earth. I try yeah. to tell all black people I know go to Arizona, <laughs> like Precious Sedona, man. That it, it's I I've been like about five or six times. Like man. every time I go, it's just a certain level of peace. And just looking at that, it's like art everywhere you look, man. Like, it it's, is. I'm happy you went. That's that. Yeah, I hope people listen and go. Yeah, Arizona, man. That's it. Especially Sedona. Sedona. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. My third question is New York or the Bay? Oh shit! <laughs> starting, he's starting beef, bro. You got, I got more, man. I got ties, man. I can't be, I can't be out there like that. Oh. <laughs> Oh, they're going to hate me for this. Oh, man. Ah, I got to go to New York. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. But the Bay is my, that's my, that's my people, man. Like, I just came back. The love is so real. It's not that y'all are better or worse. It's just that I'm from New Jersey and New York is home. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason. I'm. It's only a home thing. I hate, I think my Bay Area people will understand that. They know I rep all day. Like, I, I it's all day, but I'm sorry. When you put it like that, but put it like this. <laughs> The Bay versus anybody else besides New York, I'm with the Bay all day. Like 100%. Okay. <laughs> 100%. 100%. That's what's up. <laughs> My fourth question is what advice would you give to your younger self? Ooh, good question. Man, it sounds so cliche. I've, I've thought about this a lot already. So, so I don't want to be too cliche, but really, like, yo, trust yourself. Like, or, and find more sources. Like, outreach. Like, that's the one beautiful thing about the focus. I grew up. You know, I remember when I had a sidekick and that was like the future. You know, I remember two way pagers. I remember having yeah. a beeper. So like having all this information at our fingertips wasn't really a thing. I still remember we used to go to the library. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't think that's a part of reality like as much. So I, I feel like if I was younger, like I, and he had the, the, you know, a phone and the Internet. And all, I was like, yo, you need to find people to look that you look up to that have done what you want to do or at least sometimes somehow, you know, cross related. Look as many interviews as possible. Start listening to Prince because he's the godfather. Right. Well, James Brown's the godfather, but he Prince is my guy. That guy. Yeah. That's my one of my greatest motivation and inspirations is through Prince. So I would say, yeah, find people that you look up to that have paved their own way and just learn as much as you can, because you'll find out quickly. There's always going to be people telling you you can't do this or you should do this. And it's like, but you ain't done it. And maybe my light is a little different from you, especially if you're a creative. If you're a creative, it's a different route. yo. It's a it's a totally different beast that if you're not of it, you just don't get it. It's because you there's no signs showing you. You do this, do this, do that, and you're that. It's none of that. It's like yeah. this, this, this fog. It's like you got to find your way, and it's and there's no no one's coming to save you. So yeah, it's a tough route. But yeah, that's that's what I would say, man. Find your find your idols, find your people, get interviews, and don't listen to people that that's, that's telling you shit. 
and they, sorry for cursing, that's telling you, you stuff good? that, and they're not living the life that you want to aspire to. Man, pay that, attention to the signs. That's yeah. so real. That's <laughs> yeah, so real. Yeah. And my last question is, what is one reminder that you want to give to your future self today? Mm. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You know, I always use this comment, like, you know how, like, oh, maybe, you, I don't know if you know, but when you, like, I've gained weight over the years. I'm in good shape, right? But I used to be shredded, man. You know, and, like, at that point, I remember there was points, like, maybe six years ago, seven years, I was looking bad at myself, like, oh, man, I got to work out. I'm not where I need to be. Just feel... And then you see those pictures, and you're like, wait, I was looking good. Like, what was I saying back then? I was all right, you know? So... I kind of look at it that way in terms of your future self, like just, you know, continue to enjoy it, like enjoy it because this is it. And you worked hard to get to wherever you at, no matter what you expect it to be, even if it's beneath whatever that is and you don't understand it, it's still beauty in it. You know, that yeah. just keeps me at peace. To mo like that really is just remembering, you know, remember, remember. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Come on. Where can the people find you? You can Instagram is cool. So I am Kamal X, Kamal spelled K-A-M-A-L and just an X. My my website is the same. I am KamalX.com. Black Astronaut is available on Amazon and you can look up Black Astronaut. It comes up Black Astronaut Kamal X is there. Or you can just go to my Instagram and I have all the links available to find everything that's going on. All support and love goes a long way. It's we really in this together. And I really believe that Black Astronaut is something that it's a part of history. And I think we all, it's a conversation and dialogue that I think a lot of us are looking for, whether we know it or not. And it's a great opportunity. So any love and support in that realm, any questions or support, anything, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm very open and, you know, I really believe that we're in this together. So I'm down to connect and be supportive in any way I can, because I just know, again, like I said earlier, like you got to sometimes reach outside of your circle to find yeah. yourself you know yeah. what i mean so we all in this together so reaching out you just never know what bonds could be created what answers are out there or you know what can just, anything can happen you know yeah man i appreciate you for coming on the show today all love man i appreciate it too i appreciate your light i appreciate you know learning more about your story like we're very similar so yeah, yeah. i'm going to be supporting you for sure uh making sure and if you're in new york we're probably we'll link up man because especially once i get settled man um, i'm actually having an event i'm not sure when it's coming that well it won't matter but i'm having an event on the 12th in new york so i'll okay. send you if you're out here i'll send you the invite and we're having a black astronaut event should be lit Man. yeah yeah really so it's all love i'm down to connect and i appreciate the, the opportunity and it was a great episode for sure man i i appreciate it again and thank y'all for listening <laughs> this is mike brown and this is the art of letting go peace peace thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the art of letting go if you like what you heard please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen as well as rate the podcast and leave a comment let other people know what you think if you would like to further support the show we do have a patreon where we do give some exclusive content as well as build a community of people that are on their own journeys of letting go and uh healing in real time so if you would like to join that community please 
hit us up on Patreon as well as join my newsletter. I send out a weekly newsletter um, of things that are inspiring me and hopefully they inspire you as well. And also, if you are looking to have your podcast produced, hit us up. We do produce shows. We want to help other people tell stories. So reach out to us, get in touch. And thank you again for listening. This is The Art of Letting Go.